Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. The first 250 years of the church were met with fierce opposition from the Roman Empire. Followers of Jesus were relentlessly and viciously persecuted, tortured, and executed. This all happened in a series of 10 persecutions detailed in Fox's Book of Martyrs. These 10 persecutions are believed by many to be what is prophetically referred to in the letter to the church of Smyrna. Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that ye may be tried. And ye shall have tribulation ten days. Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. It certainly seems likely that ye shall have tribulation ten days is foretelling the ten periods of Roman persecution. The first of these ten persecutions began in A.D. 67 under Nero. Among the thousands martyred were the apostles Peter and Paul. The second persecution was led by Domitian in A.D. 81. This was when John himself was boiled in oil, and when he wouldn't die, he was then banished to the Isle of Patmos. The third persecution began in the second century in A.D. 108. These persecutions continued until the 10th persecution under Diocletian in A.D. 303. During the 8th persecution, which began under Emperor Valerian in A.D. 257, there was a prominent citizen of Rome named Asterius. Asterius was well-to-do, of high social standing, and well-respected among his peers. The great joy of Asterius's life was his two sweet daughters. Besides being stunningly beautiful, Asterius' daughters were graceful and refined. They were young women of solid character, and they were godly Christians. The older daughter was named Rafina, and her younger sister was Secunda. Rafina and Secunda were beloved and admired by everyone that knew them, and it certainly appeared that each of them was destined for a storybook life. Rafina was engaged to an attractive young Christian man of status named Armentarius. Secunda was the fiancé of a handsome young Christian man of wealth named Varinus. It was while Rafina and Secunda were preparing for marriage that Valerian, the emperor of Rome, issued two orders to the Roman Senate. The first order decreed that all Christian pastors had to perform sacrifices to the Roman gods, and if they refused, they must be exiled. The second order mandated that Christians of status in Roman society must lose their property and their standing and be banished to slavery, and if they still remain loyal to Christ, they were to be executed. These two new laws immediately put all disciples of Jesus in an extremely negative light. At the very least, anyone who was identified as a Christian would lose their highly esteemed position in society, and at worst, they would lose their lives. Though Rufina's fiancé had openly professed his faith in Christ, the risk to his wealth and status was too great for him to continue to wear the label Christian. Armentarius quickly went and officially renounced Jesus Christ. He assumed that his future wife Rafina would feel the same way, but he was shocked to find out that her faith in Jesus meant more to her than her future. Armentarius went and poured out his heart to Rafina. He used every argument he could invent to try to persuade her 
to just be an undercover follower of Jesus. They could still pray together in private, but there was no future in publicly holding on to the name of Christ. Rafina listened, and she held fast to her faith in Jesus. Soon, Armentarius gave up trying. As he left, he let Rafina know that he couldn't be bogged down by having a wife whose very existence was outlawed by the Roman government. It seemed that the great tragedy for Rafina would be in watching her husband-to-be walk out of her life. But Armentarius took things one step farther. He went to the governor and turned Rafina in for her crime of being a Christian. The authorities found Rafina, arrested her, and executed her. But the tragedy was not yet over. Secunda's fiancé, Veronis, took the same position that Armentarius had taken. He had too much at stake to put an intangible faith in an unseen God ahead of the material potential that his future held for him. So he, too, immediately put it on record that he was renouncing his loyalty to Jesus Christ, and his efforts to persuade Secunda to follow his lead proved unsuccessful. She clung unswervingly to her Savior. So Veronis took the same cowardly path that Ormentarius had taken. He informed his beautiful ex-fiancée to the authorities. They found her, arrested her, gave her the opportunity to deny Christ, and when she wouldn't, they killed her. When we watch as Hollywood puts a heart-wrenching fictional narrative on a screen before us, it's so easy to break down and weep for the pretend plight of fake people in a make-believe story. But Rafina and Secunda were not fictional. They were real young women who gave up everything for Christ. Their story represents millions of others, heroes whose names we won't know until we reach eternity. Christian, you're tempted every day to deny your Savior for worthless temporal rewards. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you.